This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and UpSnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to the Freedom Hour with your mavens in the morning, Peggy DeSalle and Phyllis Goodrich. If you want to step away from the status quo and be free in all areas of your life, you have found the perfect place. So buckle up and enjoy the ride into their world of nonconformity. Now here's your host, Peggy DeSalle and Phyllis Goodrich. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of our Fantastic listeners out there. Good morning, Auntie. Good morning to you, my How love. are you? I am pretty awesome. Fantastic. With my new hairdo. You look fabulous, by the way. Yeah, I so wish everybody could see how pretty you look. Well, it needed to happen. <laughs> it needed to happen. <laughs> Again, you showed up and looked younger again i don't know how the hell you keep doing oh did i just say that out loud how the heck you keep doing that well it's called fiberoblast growth factor Uh, and there there you go there you go those neurotransmitters do it all the time absolutely well we'll have to talk about that too we will well, it's kind of a little bittersweet day for us today, isn't it? Indeed. Yes, we've decided to just kind of take a short hiatus and um, for the month of December yeah. and uh, gather our things for the holidays, And uh, but we will most likely be back in some way, shape, or form. This is true. We yes. Don't, we don't know how, but I think something is gestating. Absolutely. As it, it always is. Yeah. Something new, something bigger, something There's better. always something going on, but... Yeah. We have uh, Marie Manucheri with us today, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. Yes, it is. I love her. If anybody's never heard of Marie, we're going to give you a little bit of uh, information on her in a second. But we have to, I just have to mention that because we were kind of giggling before we started the show about the universe having humor. <laughs> we were wondering if the... Because you know how like sometimes you just joke and you go, oh, yeah, well, I wonder, you know... You just have you you joke, but it's in a it's and it's not in a negative way, but it's in a, but it is kind of in a negative yeah. way where yeah. you and I don't you know typically say negative things, but you just sort of you know humorously. I think, like it says in the Bible, the Lord knows the petitions of your heart, which means that what you say is not nearly as important as what you mean. So the meaning, oh yeah, now I hear myself. Hello. There you go. Hello. You've Hi. arrived. I'm a lo- I thought I, yeah, I thought that haircut just made me deaf. No, you almost like our channel in a little bit of Marilyn Monroe today. <laughs> I see that. Okay. So anyway, what were we saying? Oh, uh, intent. Yes. So I think the universe always reads your intention. Mhm. And that's the meaning in your heart. Right. So humor if it's, you know, if the If you don't intend it to be Yes. yes I I intention. I totally agree with you it's because it's kind intention. of like, you know, I always, you know, when I'm saying something silly and it's, you know, I, I can't even give you an example. Like, uh, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even give you an example off the top of my head. But you just say something funny, but it's silly and it's, yes. and it's, you know, a little yeah. negative. But right. I don't, I don't downright say anything negative just because I just never do. But humor often <clears throat> is couched in some kind of um, weird way. Right. And uh, if the universe does not have a sense of humor, I'm in a big trouble. Right. Well, even like, you know, <laughs> somebody will say something. Yeah, well, as long as I don't get hit by a bus tomorrow or, you know, something yeah. silly like that yeah. where you're totally kidding. And you right. just hope that the universe has a humor <laughs> sense of humor and you don't and you're yeah. not putting that out there because I do believe that what well, you say is intelligent. It is. And if it's intelligent, it's reading what you mean. Right. Not what you know. Not literal. It's uh, the, it's the in, what is it? It's the spirit of the law, not the uh, letter. I like that. You know, it's not the letter of the law. It's not the letter of the law. It's the spirit, the spirit. of the law. It's always law. about spirit, isn't it? Well, I'm hoping because I do, I do crack. <laughs> I mean, I do crack a few jokes like that occasionally in my day, and I'm hoping that the, <laughs> the, the universe has a sense of humor. So, yeah, because. Uh, that wouldn't be such a good thing if it didn't. Because I'm always cracking something. I mean, I'm always cracking sure. jokes about something. Yeah. But anyway. That's why you're on the radio. Because <laughs> you're entertaining, baby. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about Marie Manucheri. Yeah, she Love is one of, the, one of the most talented um, healers, I would say, that I, I'm aware of. She's so varied. She's not only a psychic. She's not only a medical intuitive. She's a medium. Yes. I was thinking of she. I wonder if she could read all my relatives. I had 
one of my relatives gave me this chore to go through all of the family pictures. Because hmm. my father was like a photographer. Hmm. And she's doing this website that chronicles our entire family history. Oh, how cool. I, I wish I had time to do that. <laughs> I personally have no interest in the past uh -huh. at all, but she prevailed upon me to go and, and say. Well, you aren't who you are today without your past. It's in, not because of it. It's in spite of it, actually. Right. <laughs> well, in some cases, that is true. Yeah. So, but I believe it's still woven into the fiber of who we are today. Yeah. It's Well, it's a story I told myself about the past that, yeah. that warms me. So I was surrounded <laughs> by all of these pictures of dead people last night. And Marie is a medium. So oh, this wonder, was just last night. Last night. Wow. So I maybe she has, maybe she'd be able to read my mother or my father or my <laughs> grandmother because that's always just steeped in dead people i'm actually <laughs> seeing her personally on tuesday i'm really oh, excited so i made yeah i made yeah. A, an appointment to go see her and we'll tell you how to contact her later on if you're in the local seattle area she's yeah and if she's you have pretty any awesome questions of her yeah you can call in you can so if you do want to uh, ask marie any questions or see if she can uh, do a little bit of uh, intuitive uh, reading for you our call in number is one eight seven seven. Two three zero three zero six two. So write that down. One eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. And we'll see if we can get you on the line with Marie after after she's played with us for a little while. Yeah. But let me just tell you a little bit about her. So she is an energy medicine healer. She was she was formerly an RN, which is like you know she was in regular Western right. medicine, and while she was experiencing that, she was having these. Um, what do you call them? She was just kind of having all of a sudden these hits of, of, of yeah, intuitiveness. She, she knew what, before she read the chart of a patient, she right. knew already. <clears throat> she could see in their body and knew what was going on with them. Right. So uh, her, her gifts came to her uh, not early in life, but in the middle of her life. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. That's, it's, it's awesome. And she says that, you know, she's an energy medicine healer who, uh, who is the perfect bridge between conventional and holistic medicine. She was raised in a family that appreciates preventative medicine, including the importance of eating nutritional organic food and taking healthy supplements. Yet it was during her work as an oncology nurse that she discovered and developed her skills as an energy medicine practitioner. The hospital turned out to be the ideal place to understand the energetic relationship between health and disease. And interestingly enough, a lot of the Western practitioners allowed her to go and do like a hands-on, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. hands-on healing and hands-on um, uh, diagnostic right. thing to see if they, <laughs> you know, know. I mean that's know that wonderful open, that they were open-minded open like that. Wonderful, and she says she's a self-taught healer. Marie learned to conduct conventional medicine's understanding of disease as it was described in a patient's chart to what she could intuitively understand about a patient's condition related to his or her energy system. Over time, she learned to identify stagnant energy, a sign of disease, and move it out of the body, making room for free, healthier energy to move in and work its healing magic. I mean, how cool is that? Very. Right? So we are so excited to have Marie on our show this morning. We're going to take a really quick break. And as soon as we get back, we will be talking to Marie Manucheri. And we'll see you in a few. <laughs> Goodrich's specialty is natural healing and prevention. She specializes in ridding people of limitations, whether it's aging itself or negative subconscious beliefs. She only uses proven technologies. If you want to live life like it's a party instead of a chore, visit her website at www.intentionalyouthing.com. That's intentional, Y-O-U-T-H-I-N-G.com. Remember, help is waiting for you. Call today for an appointment, 206-352-8611. You're worth it. Hi, this is Peggy DeSalle. 
As a wife and mother and businesswoman, it has been my passion to keep up on the latest ways to keep everyone that I know and love living a healthy and preventative lifestyle. That's why I designed wellnessismypassion.com. Go to wellnessismypassion.com to order innovative products, read about health tips, and learn how to live a healthy and preventative lifestyle. You can also sign up for my monthly video newsletter. Again, that's www.wellnessismypassion.com. And remember, wellness starts with you. Did you know that the leading cause of physical breakdown and aging are an overwhelming amount of free radicals in your body? It's impossible for the body to keep up with the production. Three-time Nobel Prize nominee Dr. Joe McCord has developed a completely natural supplement called Protandum. Protandum allows the body to eliminate free radicals and regain the cellular vitality of a 20-year-old within just 30 days. Protandum is not an antioxidant. In fact, it is one million times stronger than any antioxidant. It actually turns on enzymes in your body that are made to just kill free radicals. Too good to be true? The American Heart Association and the American Cancer Society have each done studies on Protandem and both have proven the effectiveness of this breakthrough product. To order Protandem or to get more information, go to www.like20again.com. That's www.like20again.com. Most likely you or someone you love needs Protandem. Finally, time can be on your side. Order now at www.like20again.com. Can you not love that dang song? I don't know. Perfect. Well, we are back with the Freedom Hour with Peggy DeSalle. And Phyllis Goodrich. We didn't even mention that this morning, did we? We oh, just went right in and we, didn't even say, hey. Hey, this is who we are. Hey, you're with the Freedom Hour. <laughs> <laughs> you're mavens, mavens in, the morning. in the morning. Absolutely. Well, we have a... We have another maven. We do. Coming on. Yes, she is quite the maven. Marie Manucheri. Absolutely love her energy. Mm. Love playing with her. We had we were fortunate enough to have lunch with her a yes. couple of weeks ago, and just she's just such a wonderful, um, incredible spirit. And uh, Marie, are you there? I am. Good right. morning, sweetie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good morning to both of you, and thank you again for lunch. That was oh. a great treat. <laughs> Actually, it was our pleasure because it was just such a lovely. It really was a. Lo- the time went by way too fast. For yeah, us. I agree with that one. That's as good true. lunches usually do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So just can you give our audience just a little brief, um, I kind of told them a little bit about your uh, your history and, um, you know, just to kind of give people the, the, the brief snippet of, um, of how you got started and really what you do. Oh, so now you want me to give my version. Okay, sure. Uh, well, you know, um, this is kind of funny, but I like to I like to think that I don't know what I do. Um, and I know that sounds really crazy, um, but I, I feel like when we can fully name what we do, then perhaps we're not going to be able to continue to expand. Yeah. You know, so I, I like to, you know, really when clients come and they go, so what are you going to do? I'm like, I really don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. So but, you wait then, to be moved? In, in the mo- You wait to be moved in the yeah. moment? Yeah. It's every client's Good different. For you. you just be. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, every time I open up the door, and, and since I don't remember most of my previous clients, unless they've been seeing me for years, I won't remember even what happened in a session until I'm with them for about 10 minutes. And then I start to get memory of, you know, pieces or significant parts of our time together. So every time the front door opens, it's like a Christmas present to me. It's like a brand new person. And I love that. <laughs> and that's what I also hope that energy work does for people, too, that it, it helps them to become new again. It helps them to wash away their old belief systems of who they are. So that they be- can become more of who they truly, truly, truly are, which most of us have no clue about. I mean, look at you two. You never, you being a host on a radio show wasn't your plan. You didn't, you know, haven't been dreaming about it since you were teenagers or anything like no, that. No, it just showed up. You know, life happens while you're making other plans. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> um, but in a nutshell, I'm, I'm very intuitive. I can see into the human body. So, you know, of course, I look for disease processes. But I can also see someone's childhood, their previous lifetime, their current relationships, their job situations, 
And so I guide people into what I consider making the best choices for them and really asking the hard questions, you know, like, are you happy? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people say, oh, of course I am. And I'll say, okay, great, what are you happy about? And then they don't even know how to answer the question because most people truly aren't happy, I believe. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> we'll I'd have to say yes we'll find out on Tuesday won't we Marie I am yeah. I mean I truly I do wake up I, I mean I seriously do I, I really do feel like I do wake up happy every day and Aww. then just like ready for the for the day to unfold it's taken me a long time to get to that place uh-huh. and I've and I've actually you know laid a lot of foundation to get to that place sure. but you know I mean I, I really I really do feel that way so let's let's play a little bit. What okay. what should we what do you what would you like to do? We want we want I know that we want to accomplish a few things and and we do want to see, you know, um, you know, first the 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 very first question that we talked about over lunch that day is uh we kind of um I want to give people a little nugget about <laughs> what to expect for 2012. Oh, I know we kind yeah. of talked about that a little bit at yeah. lunch. And yeah. just to give, um, you know, somebody just a little, just a tiny little nugget of what yeah. we can expect for 2012, because it's just this, some people are thinking it's looming. Some people are, I happen to be excited. Thank I feel you. like it's a rebirth. And, it is. Um, so anyway, why don't, why don't you give us your take on what to expect in 2012? Yeah, I know. It's a great question. Well, you know, it, it really has already started to happen. 11, 11, 11 was kind of our launching point for 2012. What a great day that was. Oh, great day. Just a beautiful, gorgeous day. And, and so what's happening in terms of an energetic perspective, you know, there's a veil that surrounds the Earth plane. It actually looks like a placenta to me. It's thick. It's, you know, membrous. It's not this really thin, sheer thing. As, as a person becomes more conscious and more aware, then the veil thins, and it becomes, at least from my perspective, it begins to look more like a veil. And so our ability to be multisensory comes from being more aware and more conscious. That's what allows us to thin the placenta, if you will, and do something that looks like a veil so we can look outside of our earth plane or deeper within our own earth plane and have a a much wide perception of life in general. And so what's happening is that more and more human beings, it's already begun, but we're definitely going to see a shift in 2012, are going to be becoming more aware. So people who had maybe, everyone has awakenings all the time. Most people who have awakenings, it's not very conscious. Um, Of course, you and Phyllis have had many conscious awakenings, like, oh, my God, you know, kind of moments. Um, so a lot of people who haven't been aware of um, themselves, let's say, like how you said, Peggy, that you're, you know you're happy, but you've worked at it. It's something you had to investigate. You had to ask yourself the hard questions. You had to walk away from those things that made sense that, in reality, weren't bringing you great joy. So that's what's going to be happening to a large percentage of human beings on the planet. We're having a shift in, in awakening, a shift in consciousness. And so more and more people are going to recognize that they're multisensory. Because a big part of being multisensory is feeling. You know, it's, it's not about the brain. It's not about overthinking or analyzing. It's about sensing even your energy particles inside your body, the formlessness that you're a part of, because, yes, we are beings of light and a physical reality. Um, and we focus on the physical reality almost nonstop. But what we're working on is focusing on our light, because that's where our true joy comes from, our real awareness, our connection to all that is, which there's always a connection that many human beings walk around not sensing that connection and not making choices that are truly fulfilling for them. So you're saying make more heart-centered choices rather than brain-centered choices. Yeah, and I think that it's, it's going to be a whole lot harder not to. Mm. That's what's going to happen. It's, it's like we've always had the choice. You know, free will is the biggest rule that surrounds all the universes. You know, it's huge, it's gigantic. Um, And in in that free will, many human beings, and myself included, for many, 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 many years, and I still work on it, of course, every day, we've chosen to make choices that are not very conscious, they're not very aware, they're not compassionate to our being. And, you know, we want to fit in, we don't want to look odd, we want people to accept us, we have deep feelings of insecurity. And so when we become more conscious and aware, we begin to self-nurture, we begin to self-appreciate, we begin to um, not try so hard to fit in but to really fit in within <laughs> you have i mean literally you've described my life probably over the last you know five to ten years that's right. exactly what i feel like i've evolved into where i just i really do self-appreciate i do i mean i'm i'm i mean you you were just speaking directly to me i mean i really do feel like that's how i've been unfolding in the last several Aww. years 
And, and notice how that's been conscious, too. You yeah. Know? And so that's what's going to be happening to a lot of human beings. Which, and it feels good, so allow it, everybody. I mean, right. really, just allow it to happen because it really does feel yummy. It, it truly does. However, in the beginning, it can be a little discerning, like, oh, my God, I hate my job. Or, oh, my gosh, why am I in this particular relationship? Or why do I have these people in my life? Why do I live in this house I don't like? Why do I live in the U.S.? You know, so... As you begin to wake up, you begin to recognize that you have choice, and you begin to really question your choices. Absolutely. <laughs> you you looked like you were going <laughs> to... Oh, <I'm laughs> That's sorry. why I paused. No, 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 no. No, Phyllis looked like she was about oh. to say something, and then I, I don't know if she got verklempt or what. <laughs> no, but for me, for me, it is all about choices yes. right now. Yeah. So you were describing exactly what I'm going through, because uh, for the last many years... Most of the choices that I made were out of necessity to actually survival choices for economic reasons. And now I no longer have those economic reasons that circumscribe my choices. So I'm going on a hiatus so that I can really, really ascertain what it is I choose to do from a place of desire, not from a place of needing to. Of necessity. Of necessity. So I'm kind of going to reformulate myself from this more expansive place of unlimited choice. Absolutely. And, and the whole idea about finances, I do think that that's something that locks us into. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Our limited choices. And, and when we let go of that, the universe actually provides shocking. Right. No, I think I think people are afraid to make those choices because they are tied into. But you can still, you can, you can um, start incorporating some of those heartfelt choices into the into the choices of necessity based on based on finance you know people say oh well that's easy for you because you know you you know right. you're, you're you're you know you don't have to worry about where your next paycheck's coming right. but i do know i mean i know a lot of people of where um you know that that do that have financial necessities and so they're i, I but i do think that they get sidetracked into letting that overcome and letting that take over more than making the heartfelt choices, and therefore what you think expands. So well, you're going to get a lot more of that rather than mm-hmm. more, totally. well, rather than less ease, which is where I'm always trying to gravitate to is more joy <laughs> and more ease. Yeah. Just bring me. That's what I just keep saying. That's like my new mantra. Grace and ease. Just bring me more joy and more ease. Just right. let me do. I don't want to have to work at what I'm doing very hard. Nobody right. has no. to. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think the whole, the financial situation that we talk about or that, you know, and of course we've had more difficulties on the, in the United States, but all over the world financially, but a lot of that has to do with integrity. There's a lot of people doing, in, you know, integral activities in corporations, which doesn't mean that there's going to be a big shift in that, but there, at least there's more awareness of the fact that, wow, um, is it a good idea to make nuclear power plants? that are next to the ocean, or should we even have those? You know, is it a great Mm -hmm. idea to continue to use resources like oil that can leak into our oceans and create disasters? Wow, you know, a lot of people stay with corporations for decades so that they can have retirement. Well, now that's not a sure thing either, that your company is going to be able to provide retirement for you, which really is a good thing for us because it allows us to go, wait a minute, am I really happy? And if I'm staying just for the retirement package so I can rest, and travel when I'm older than 65, because I can't retire till I'm 72 now. I mean, that's what Social Security tells me. I have no plan on retiring. I love to work because I love my job. Um, but people wait for their happiness. They prolong it, which isn't good for their health. It's, not, it's very toxic to their energetic system. And when, we, when our energy system is heavy and toxic and, and full of stress, it can affect our physical body or other parts of our lives. Mm, absolutely. So, so, yeah, we're having a big awakening, like, well, wait a minute. And, of course, if Obama's health care plan, well, I shouldn't say if, but when the plan um, comes into effect, then people will have even more freedom. They, they don't have to stay in a job if they have a pre-diagnosed condition or if a family member does. They'll be able to move more freely around the planet and um, make more choices that do bring them more joy. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Me so, so can we get into a little bit of the... Um medium and yeah. intuitive stuff that you do because yeah. I'm fe- I'm feeling like my palms are sweaty so that means yeah that means that there is something <laughs> there is something around that is like I mean seriously I, I'm really? like I, I almost need like a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a I almost need like a paper towel my hands are sweating <laughs> oh my God. which when for me that's my sign of something 
Maybe. Something's happening. Wow. Yeah. So wow. what do we have? What do we have with us? What do we? I mean, <laughs> well, whatever studio, because I haven't been to uh, the studio that you guys are in, and and there's a lot of, um, and, and this is just to identify, you know, when we're talking about people that aren't in a body, but there's a lot of dead people that that are walking around where you guys are. <laughs> so, Cameron, are you seeing dead people? <laughs> <laughs> and he could. He very well could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, we do. It's a very active place. It's almost like wherever the studio is, there's a portal. And there's portals everywhere mm-hmm. throughout the universes, right? And portals can be very positive. They can be, they can actually have no reference at all, like they're not really being used. positive portal because we do a lot of clearings in the house. And yeah. a lot of, we open up a lot of, a lot of things because we've got the kids and they see things all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a very positive portal. It's a very busy portal. Yeah. So we bring people in and... It's Send them busy. through all the time. Yeah. It's really yeah. busy. It's yeah. almost like a train station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very people. good. I mean, you know, we get a lot of good things come through here, and and uh, it's a very it's very interesting because, yeah, we, we do a lot of clearings. And, you know, in fact, not too long ago, we well, some time ago, we went to one of Davindia's friends' uh, houses, and we had a bunch of people from her house hitch a ride with, with us in the car. And then oh, when that we got home, and we got, so we took some pictures. We, we got pictures, we had pictures of them and stuff like that in, you know, in, 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 in foggy, in kind of a fog form or yeah. kind of a, a, an orb form. And so we said, okay, well, I guess we're hitching a ride. They want to go home. So <laughs> let's just open up a portal. And, and a lot of times they just go, shh, shh, and awesome. go through. And, and the kids, you know, they see them all the time and they say, and they they start opening up the portals. So yeah, cool, very cool. So what so what but, what are you feeling? What are you sensing? Sensing, well, it's, Marie? It's very active, and one of the things that the other side really really loves is the fact that the veil is thinning because those who leave their body have full access to our world. They can see us, hear us, feel us whenever they want to. They don't have a veil. They don't need mediums to communicate to their loved ones, their friends, or even make predictions that, about what's going to happen to the earth plane, you know, even centuries from now. They have very big vision and very full sight. And, and, that, and that's why a lot of people who, when they pass, are not as lonely for their family. I mean, I'm always surprised when I talk to someone who's passed who is lonely and who misses them, because the majority of people don't. You know, first of all, they feel very fulfilled. They're not in physical pain if that's what they were experiencing at the time of their mm-hmm. passing. You know, so they don't have to eat anymore, pay a mortgage, or go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of things change for them. And But one thing that's challenging for them is how much they they can sense our sorrow and our sadness and our longing and our sometimes desperation and loneliness that we feel when our loved ones are gone. Even our pets, you know, we, right. we mourn for them for very long periods of time, yes. sometimes a lifetime. And, and so that's upsetting to them because, you know, for them, it's like, well, I, I just saw you yesterday. You were cooking pancakes with the kids. I hung out with you. We told some jokes, you know, because they're interacting with us and they're not having an issue. So the fact that the veil is starting to thin for more people, consciousness is, is rising on the planet. That means more and more people are going to have connections with their loved ones that are very felt. They People may still have a question like, you know, sometimes I'm sure um, you've had this experience, both of you, where you know that you have felt your loved one. There's no doubt in your mind. And maybe a few hours later or a day later, you go, well, maybe maybe that, maybe that, I just pretended. Maybe I just made that up. Or I'm not sure what that was. Those type of impressions are going to fade very quickly. People are going to definitely have longer-lasting, more felt experiences, maybe even more hearing, maybe more visions of their loved ones. Because um, eventually we won't need mediums on the planet. I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime, but at some point, everyone will have connections. Because when you're multisensory, you're multisensory. So. And I think that's so cool because then, <laughs> I, then, there, then the fear of death goes away because it's if you it's can interact. Yeah, yeah, if you can interact, then that's that takes the fear away because right. most most of the fear is is the unknown and what happens. But if you can communicate and they can explain to you what they're experiencing, right. the whole thing, the whole fear goes away. Well, and, and I agree completely. And the other part is is that sometimes you can have a better relationship. Some people aren't really good at communicating and sharing their emotions and being vulnerable. So, you know, we don't have these really felt relationships with key people in our lives, which could be, you know, parents or partners or children, because of our own wounds and their wounds in our past lives. Well, well also lives. things that they're dealing with when they're in their physical body. Absolutely. You know, and, that, that all of that goes away when they cross over. Exactly. And now they can actually communicate and, and have a relationship with you on a on a whole level rather than all of this crap getting in the way. Absolutely. And so to be able to engage in that is so fulfilling. And people on the other side w- wish that we would have more awareness so that we can feel what they feel. 
but it's funny before we went live on the air you we were you know because i guess you're going to come see me I am. And you were, you know, saying, please make sure every single one of my relatives. <laughs> can you just line <laughs> them all up, please? <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll do the best I can. And and, and I saw a man, because you mentioned your father, and I saw a man. And I go, well, there actually is someone already walking around. But I just realized that because another man walked in. So the first man I saw was not your dad. Your dad is definitely more like you. The man that I saw um, is probably a grandfather. Maybe your father's dad or your mother's dad. I don't know if either one of them are living or if they're both passed. No, they're both passed. And in the man, the first man that I saw is definitely more quiet, um, not a big personality. <laughs> um, he definitely looked older, and your father died at a younger age, at yeah. least, you know. And so I think the first person I saw was a grandfather. He was wearing a hat, actually. You know, mm. he's a little bald on top. He does have hair around the outside of his head. His lighter eyes, so blue, green, or hazel. He's lean, and I see people close to the time of their death, so... He probably lost a lot of weight before he died, um, whether he got sick or lonely or, you know, I don't know what the circumstances were, but um, he wasn't an overweight person at the time of his passing. And so I thought, oh, that must be your dad, even though I knew that he died at a younger age. Um, you know, um, sometimes uh, you go, oh, that must be him. But then this other man walked into the room. He's taller. He's handsome. And I'm not saying your grandfather isn't handsome, but this guy's handsome. And he's got a big personality. Um, which reminds me of you. So I, I don't know what your father was like at all. He definitely had a big personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's funny and he's he outgoing, is. he's entertaining. I can see why you have missed him so yeah, much. I have. You know, because you also love big energy. And so to have a family member who has big energy, that's one of the things like I could complain about my ex husband until the cows come home, which I consciously choose not to because he is so loving to our daughters and I so appreciate that about him. But one of the things I loved about um, being married to him is he's got big energy, and I mm-hmm. love big energy. So it, it fills up the room, it fills up the house, it's entertaining, it's never a dull moment. Um, but when it's gone, that leaves a big Yeah, it big was a hole. huge Ooh. void. That's a big void. Huge void. Yeah. Everybody loved him. Aww. Every. I mean, there wasn't a person that he ever shook hands with that didn't absolutely fall head over heels in love with him Aww. at an instant. And, of course, one of the most adorable things about your father is he adored you when he was in a body. I mean, adored you, adored you, adored you. And he adores you now. And he's, he's so happy for your happiness. And he, he said, and I don't know if this is true, but he's telling me that um, when you were getting close to the age of his passing, you worried about your own mortality. Hmm. And, and, of course, it sounds like maybe that's not true by your, hmm. But he said he's so happy that you're past that time period that you no longer have to worry about, am I going to be around for my kids? Are they going to have to miss me? Um, things of that nature. He's just really glad that you have let go of that whole idea about when am I going to die and and all of those things and that you can more freely untie yourself from fears and worries about not being there for your own family or creating that void that his loss created for you. Right. I guess that always just, when you do lose a parent at a really young age, that always does absolutely cross your mind especially after you have kids like you Mm. think oh god i would never want my kids to to to, so i do everything i can to like not make that happen i'm like you know Uh diligently being preventative and watching my health and doing all the right Uh things and i and now it just sunk into me that wow that's the reason why i do that Uh, was because i really don't want them to experience what i experienced and they're not going to it's not going to happen right the lovely thing is, you know, being a medium, as I'm translating, and this is really important for everyone who wants to work on their intuition, because I believe to be intuitive is a natural part of our. Oh, everybody has it. Absolutely. Everybody it's just a matter of turning it on. It is. Flipping the switch. And, and so as, as your father was telling me this story, and, I, and then I'm translating it to you, and then your response, my personality went, oh, well, maybe that's not true for her, you know, because you went, hmm, because you were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You were, and, but as, a, as an intuitive, our job is to just report the evidence. You know, not think about it as we're collecting it. Of course, as I report it to people, I'm always like, well, God, is that true? Because <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, I'm sure know? those thoughts did cross my mind at that time yeah. because, you know, it's just such a scary thing to lose yeah. a parent at, at the age of 16. I mean, right. who, who? that's like just when I'm starting to, you know, to become, a, you know, a, a, a human, yeah. I mean, a, an adult. And it's like to lose that um the the father influence and then i've spent the rest of my life trying to fill that void of trying to find another dad i've adopted other dads of my friends and you know trying to fill that void is uh you know that's a that's a tough thing i wouldn't wish that upon anybody so he's just really happy that you're over that 
that you now know everything's okay, and, and, and then you're also probably at peace more than you ever have been with the possibility of leaving your body at some point, which is really where we all need to be, because mm-hmm. even when I have clients who have terminal illnesses and they're worried about how long they're going to be here, you know, I tell them, hey, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Right. You outlive me. You know, we don't know what's really going to happen, and, and, and I always hope that statement gives them more hope, because, you know, I don't believe that anybody leaves here until it's their time. And, and I believe that we also plan that out. You know, we create at least five escape routes into our Earth plan every time we incarnate. And, and we do hope that one of them is the one, whether that's at age five or 55 or 105. You know, we, we hope that that one age, because we feel like we have a great probability of learning whatever it is that we wanted to learn when we, when we come here, um, by that particular time period. <laughs> and so we hope for that one, but we have extra routes because we have free will. And, and coming to Earth is school. It's a temporary place to learn and grow consciously and, of course, hopefully, ultimately, to have incredible joy. But we can leave here whenever we want to. Um, and so it, I think it's really healthy for human beings to get comfortable with the fact that we've already died many, 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 many times before. Marie, are you able to tell somebody what their primary lesson in this particular lifetime is? Yeah, and I may not know exactly, but many times um, when people come to see me, I'll I'll know for sure, of course, what they're working on. And and many times I'll have a hit about, wow, this is one of the main reasons why you came here. You know, this is something you really want to learn. But, you know, most people already know that. You know, when I bring it up to their attention, they're fully aware of the fact because it's something that, kind of haunts them perhaps you know and, and they don't they they want to learn about it but they kind of have no clue how to mm-hmm. and that's why it takes a lifetime right to figure stuff out or right. a couple but you have a very sol- you have a, a, an interesting demographic of people who come to you the kind of people who come to you it's kind of like preaching to the choir right <laughs> well it, actually, what about the people who think that people with your kind of gifts it's just a lot of bs yeah those people don't come see me I know. It, 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 which is such a blessing. You know, I don't think... <laughs> well, really, it is. I mean, and, and actually... Spare me from the unconscious one. <laughs> well, you, you know, I, I think part of the reason why is because I, I don't question what I do for work, and I'm, I'm a work dog. You know, my job is to do my work, not to prove what I do, not to question other people's belief systems. I really honor all belief systems. And so if someone comes to me and says, I think what you do is hogwash, I'd go, great. You know, because I think that we all have... That's what makes it so much fun here on the Earth plane. And That's so a very interesting. interesting point of view, you would say. And so some, <laughs> you know, intuitives or psychics, their job is to prove that, you know, this exists. But that's not my job. Right. So, right. Um, and so I, I do get people who are definitely more open-minded. There are a few times. I've had two times, actually, they were both women who came to see me. And when I saw them, I knew they did not want to, to be there. And, and so I said to them right away, I said, are you sure you want to be here? You know, they, ha- they hadn't laid on the table because every new client meets, I work in my home, um, meet, I meet with them in the living room and we chat for a little while just so I can move into their energy system and get acquainted with what's going on and their family members and how their org skills move because everyone's so unique. And then um, people come into my private office and lay on the table and then, you know, I, and I record everything and everyone gets a recording of the session because I won't remember most of what happened. So at any rate... Um, the, the second time it happened, which is the most recent time, which is maybe like four years ago, a, a woman was bought by a friend of hers, and she was sick. She had um, a, a recent, you know, kind of scary diagnosis, and her friend had seen me before, which, of course, I didn't remember. Um, but her friend had talked her sick friend into coming to see me, and we're sitting in the living room, and I'm just like, you don't want to be here, do you? She goes, no, I absolutely do not. I go, well, you can leave. It's fine. You don't have to be here. And so she did. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, we have a we have a caller. Oh, great! That I would like to, if we could, just take maybe a couple of minutes and sure. see. Um, we've got Mindy from Wisconsin, oh, and fine. Mindy, are you with us, Mindy? I am. Thank you for taking my call. Where are you from? In Wisconsin. I'm in Green Bay. Oh, it's go pack! I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a Wisconsinite. Oh, you are when you when I saw the note that it's Mindy from Wisconsin, I go, we got to take this gal's call because I was born and raised in Milwaukee. Oh, sweet. So go pack go. Yeah. Undefeated. (laughs) Woohoo. So Mindy, this is Marie. Marie, this is Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Hi. 
What can I do for you? Well, my question is I've recently started seeing um, these little white blinking lights, and they remind me of a lightning bug in a way because the light is just really quick. Mm-hmm. And it happens day, day and night. Um, mm-hmm. It's all different heights in the house. Um, and I've also, around this time that I started seeing these um, white lights blinking, I've also started seeing shadow figures. Uh-huh. Like, out of the corner of my eye, I see something, and yeah. then I look, and it's, there's nothing there. So right. I was wondering what those were. Oh, well, first of all, congratulations. Your third eye is expensive expanding and you're, <laughs> you're sensing in a multi-sensory way so congratulations, Woo, congratulations. yay mindy <laughs> you know the third eye it's, it's such an interesting part of our development it's in, it's in the center of your forehead it is an actual eye in fact many people will see an eye blinking in front of them or purpleness or a hole or sense of pulsation or a vibration in the middle of their forehead and that's their third eye and that's what allows us to be multi-sensory so i love first of all the blinking light uh, that you're seeing day and night is really good. It means that your your third eye is definitely getting acclimated or you're getting acclimated to being in the human reality and allowing yourself to be multisensory because that means that you can see whether it's dark out or light out with your third eye, which is phenomenal. It's fantastic. My first thought when you said that you were seeing these beautiful lights, which some people might call orbs, I think you're seeing beings. Um, I think that you're getting acquainted to all the people who are kind of hanging around you and fairies and angels because multisensory means multisensory. We don't just evolve in human realities. We evolve in many, many, many time space realities. And then when you talked about the shadows, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's seeing people for sure. That's exactly the experience that I've had in in the beginning. And I um, have mentored many, many people in the field of energy medicine. And those are the same experiences they have where, it feels like there's a shadow, like a full-size shadow, maybe across the room from, from you. You can see it out of your peripheral vision, but when you turn your head, it disappears. So the reason why it's disappearing is because human beings are terrified, many of them, even when they say they want to be psychic and intuitive and mediums and all of that. Many of us are quite scared because our social awareness has scared the hell out of us, if I can say that word. I know I can. But... <laughs> you just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did I before, so we're... Oh, we're one for one. <laughs> um, we've been terrified. So so one of the things I would love for you to do, because the universe listens to our emotions. Like when you start to see that shadowy figure out of the corner of your eye, you might even have a cellular reaction. You might, your body might become a little bit more anxious. All of that's normal. But the universe listens to our emotional body, not what our thoughts are, because our thoughts for most human beings are pretty complicated, disorganized, and kind of wasteful. So they don't spend a lot of time trying to figure out what we're saying in our head. So what I would love for you to do, so that you can see these full images, <laughs> um, is to, to maybe take a moment and say, I know I'm, I'm scared, but I really, 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 really want to see. And speak out loud when you communicate to the universe and to your spirit okay. guides, you know, God consciousness or whatever language you want to use. Speak out loud. And I, I really believe that in a matter of weeks, maybe four weeks, you're going to start to see more than um, an outline of a shadow. Okay. Yeah, and those beautiful orbs are supporting you. They just are appreciating you and loving you and sending you positive, beautiful light to help you grow in this expansion of your awareness. Awesome. Yeah. I know sometimes when I see the shadow, sometimes I get a feeling of what it was. Like one day I thought I saw it in the backyard, like through my back um, window, and I, I – instantly thought it was a child out there and i'm like oh that's weird and there's nothing out there i I, when you get that instant impression that is intuition it's it's a flash of awareness so that would be accurate it was a child there Mm -hmm. absolutely so that's your it's showing you like a quick picture image of it and that is your intuition showing you exactly what that is what that image means yeah very good and mindy let me ask you a question are you are you open to this i mean or are you does it scare you, or are you excited about it? What is, what is the emotion that comes attached with this? Well, I've I've seen things my whole entire life. I'm not really scared. I'm just, I kind of pushed it off most of my life, and now, like the last three years, I've started really trying to figure out what all this is. So I've been kind of <laughs> researching and asking questions and stuff like that. So I'm not really scared. Well, and, and the um, thing is that we think we're not scared, but when your body has a cellular reaction, because the veil was created, the placenta that surrounds the earth was created, 
because human beings were so far away from consciousness. And to have those moments of consciousness made us feel crazy. And we, we used to have kind of loony boons filled with people, I think, who are quite intuitive, but we wouldn't even listen to that. And, of course, in the Dark Ages, you know, a lot of our spiritual power, our awareness was used negatively, as was everything. You know, everything during the Dark Ages was negative. It didn't matter what you were doing. So there is fear, even cellular fear, from previous lifetimes, and that's why you want to be clear in your communication through your voice about what you want, but I, I think you even having that flash is an indicator that you have been somewhat clear. I would just continue that, you know, because humans think they're not afraid, but then their bodies are freaking out. So we need to yeah. pay attention to even the cellular activity that's happening below the neck. Well, fantastic. Okay. Thank you for calling in, Mindy. Thank, Thank you. It's so a beautiful much for day. My call. Oh, we are so just so pleased that you could have joined that you could join us and uh, you know, just embrace what you're what you're seeing and what you're feeling and there's nothing to be afraid of. That's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Go pack go. <laughs> <laughs> so Marie, my my the one question that comes up for me, when you work with people, do they have to be in your presence or do you do a lot of work over the phone with people, or how how do you work? Yeah, uh, it's both. So I have clients all over the world, and so um, most people still come in to see me. Some people even fly to come see me, which always makes me so embarrassed. You know, <laughs> someone tells me that they're here from New York. I'm like, oh, you're visiting your family. I go, no, I came to see you. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. You what know, an I honor. I a good job. What you an know? honor. That's wonderful. Oh, it's, it, it's a blessing, um, but, yeah, it makes me really nervous. So, um, <laughs> so yes, I have um, clients that I've never met in person who live in, you know, in different parts of the world or even here in the United States. And then I'm always surprised that I still have a, a large clientele from Seattle because I really think I've already seen everyone in Seattle. I'm sure I have. <laughs> no, you haven't because uh, I'm seeing you on Tuesday. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw me and you saw my sister. I know. Yeah. It's been a pleasure to know both of you over the years. Yeah. It's an absolute so, pleasure. Well, that's good to know that people can call in. So while we're talking about that, why don't we give them some information on you so that people can uh, connect with you um, I'm sure you probably Skype is even a great way yeah, to I just started Skyping with clients. I love it. I was going to say that's got to be. I mean, oh, I do. I use cool. Skype so much that oh. um, just even in my business and uh, and, you know, with our pre-interviews, we've done that a lot with people that are out of the country and out of uh, out of state. I just love it. So um, give people your website and, you know, maybe your phone number so that yeah. if they do want a reading or or some coaching or mentoring from you um, that they can connect with you. So um, my uh, website is energyintuitive.com because my last name is too hard. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, so you can just go to Energy I know. I, every time I say your last name, I always want to just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, I stumble on it. Even though it's, it's like it, it's phonet- it's spelled just like it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's really pronounced phonetically like it's spelled. But, you know, you, you look at <laughs> that. It's a little intimidating. <laughs> it is. It is. I know when, when I got married when I was 20 and I went to the DMV to change my license and the lady goes, are you sure? Sure, you want to <laughs> but I love it. Clearly, um, I've been divorced for a decade, and I love that name. So, energyintuitive.com. My office um, phone number is four two five eight two five five six seven one. And of course, you can go to the website and email and directly into the office or call. Say the website again. Uh, energyintuitive.com. Okay. Or you can just Google Marie Manucherry, which yeah. is M A N U C H E H R. I, which is why we get intimidated by that last name. <laughs> and also, quickly, I just want you to mention the um, the six CD series that you have on oh, how to communicate so with so your spirit excited. guides. I just saw the cover. Well, you know, because uh, Sounds True is my publisher. It's an honor and a privilege to be published by such an integral organization and wonderful people. I even I was in Boulder over the summer and got to meet a bunch of people, including the artist who has designed the cover of my very first book, which will be released March 1st, and the cover of the six-CD lesson program, which I just saw the final cover yesterday. It's Yay! Gorgeous. I can't wait to get it. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to... I can't wait to get it either. I can't wait to give it away. I can't wait to kiss it and sign <laughs> it. And, you know. um, and so it's called How to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides, and it's a six-CD program on how to do that full of meditations and tools and stories. And oh, it, it, There is such an amazing organization when you go um, to Sounds True and you're going to record, you cannot bring a script. I have never made a CD without a script. Well, now I have, but um, and six of them. So I was there for an entire week, wow. locked in a little booth, you know, for hours on end. And 
the um, producer was amazing. Mandy is his name, and he just he he gets the people that he works with. He works on looking at their energy, how they work well, and he said, "I'm just better just going off of the cuff." <laughs> so of course I didn't believe him. So I would stay up all you know when I get back to my hotel, I would stay up until ten o'clock writing more notes because you could take notes in but no script. Yeah, so preparing and, uh, for like the next day, but yeah. I'm sure it all almost channeled through you anyway. Well, that's what they want, they right? Want the essence of you, and I'm very happy with what came through, not what I planned, and I'm you know I, I hope that it will help people to become more multisensory and to communicate with their spirit guides or whoever else they want to. Yeah. Fantastic. And then your book? Yeah, it's called Intuitive Self-Healing, um, How to Achieve Wellness um, Through the Human Energy System. And it's based, yes, on the chakra system, but on stories, client stories. And there's beautiful illustrations from a medical illustrator who's here in Seattle, Susie Russell Hall. She's a, a fine artist, but she's also um, illustrated many textbooks um, throughout the, the country. And she's also clocked in over 6,500 hours in the OR sketching open-heart surgeries. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, she doesn't do that anymore. She's retired from that, but she did it for 27 years. And and what she, she did primarily pediatric, but she did adult surgeries. And so, you know, open-heart surgeries, they're getting shorter and shorter, but they used to take hours. And so parents would be agonizing out in waiting rooms. And so Susie would, would be in the OR um, standing on a stool and looking in at the surgery, and she would draw accurate sketches of what was happening, and then she would go out and show it to the family members that were waiting for their oh, loved one, just to give them some uh, some peace, an update. Now, can they get work? Where, where can they get your book? Um, the book will um, well, it'll be available everywhere. In fact, my very first um, book talk will be at um, Third Place Book here in. Um, area called <laughs> my mind is going so fast but um in, in the seattle area okay um, and um, well they can they should be able to get all that information on your website yes and it, it will be released march 1st fantastic so we still have a few more months well congratulations yeah, that's you. A great and you know what unfortunately we're out of time oh my gosh that went by so fast i know but i'm not even sad because i get to see you on tuesday <laughs> thank you you guys are amazing oh, you're thank beautiful you. and oh. i can't wait to put this podcast because I know you'll send me one Absolutely. on my website oh, and fantastic. all that. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I love you both. Oh, love, love you, you too, too, sweetie. And I will see you on Tuesday. I so look forward to connecting with you again. Oh, thank you. And thank you, Cameron, too. It's nice to talk to you quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Have a beautiful day. Thank everyone. you, dear. You, too. You too. Well, Auntie, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And next Thursday is Thanksgiving, it so is. we'll be uh, not in studio. Not in studio. And then we're going to be on our little hiatus. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we will see everyone or hear. They'll hear us. We won't see anybody. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did hear that that's possibly coming in the near future with uh, Contact Talk Radio, that they might be able to see us one of these days. But, uh, you know, Ooh. we'll manifest that, right? Right, Cam? Well, and All it's right. been a pleasure working with both of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sweet. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So, Love you much. boy, this has just been a fun, fun, fun <gasps> ride has. together. It really and has. um And I'm hoping that we will be doing this again. So we are signing off with the Freedom Hour with Peggy DeSalle. And Phyllis Goodrich. I just wish everyone happy, healthy lives and uh, just creating with love, joy, and ease. Yes. Amen. Blessings to everyone. Happy holidays. You have been listening to your Mavens in the Morning, Peggy DeSalle and Phyllis Goodrich on the Freedom Hour. Join Peggy and Phyllis next week where they will continue to explore the world of possibility with you, all the while testing the limits of boundaries and good taste.